As you find yourself going deeper and deeper down the internet, telling yourself you'll watch just one more video before you go to bed, knowing that you should have gone to bed an hour ago, that's where you'll find the Dragoon Effect. Welcome back to Dragoon Effect, an audio-only Let's Play podcast that cares about your mental health. As always, our slogan is, It May Be Terrible. Much like how I think this intro is going to be, because I am spent. It's a time of year that is exhausting, there's weather, there's travel, there's back and forth and up and down and all over the place, and while there can be a lot of joy to be had, it can be absolutely exhausting. And that's okay. So if you are feeling exhausted this year, or at any point, no, that's okay. Take some time for yourself, rest, and recover. Alright, well now we're going to be Ethan. The last letter is 961 Rainbow Lane, Friday, 624pm, 5.115 inches. We're in a fancy looking building. And walking incredibly slowly. And not like he's got like a limp because of his injuries. Like, I, maybe that's what they're going for, but it doesn't feel that way. He's just walking slowly. We're in a red hall entering a, whoa, a really bright white room. But there's a few objects in here. think about this. There are two Roosevelt presidents, Theodore and Franklin. T-H-E-O-D-O-R-E is eight letters. Franklin, F-R-A-N-K-L-I-N. Ah, also eight letters. Shoot. And there's four letters after Roosevelt. So it's either road or lane can't be street or circle or avenue. Okay. So essentially, I think there's only four possible real addresses it could be. It's either 852 Franklin Roosevelt Road, Theodore Roosevelt Road, or switch the road in the lane. I mean, there's there's no point in uh, drinking it, right? Nothing else has been a bluff, so I assume it really is poisoned. A one in four chance is better than a zero chance. So I guess I'm just going to leave. 
and hope that the game will like let me make an educated guess. I'll find you, Sean. I'll figure out a way and I'll come and get you, son. Though we probably could have searched those four locations. If any of them actually exist. Well, let me phrase that. If any if all four exist. We're in Pennsylvania. Alright, Ethan's back in his car. There's only four possible addresses. Oh, that's the radio. That's not what I wanted to do. Let's pull up in the phone. That's not what I want. What? Why is he holding the phone up to his ear? I thought maybe he'd look at the address like a smart person. Put, oh. Several different addresses fit these letters. God, they're scattered all over the city. I don't have time to check them all. Well, let's pick one. Okay, we got A52, Theodore Roosevelt Lane, Franklin Roosevelt Lane, Franklin Roosevelt Road, Theodore Roosevelt Park with a C? That can't be right. Or Theodore Roosevelt Road. Can I pause? Okay. So here's what we're gonna do. I've got an app on my my uh, phone that can roll dice somewhere. I'm just gonna find it. Okay, let's. And I'm going to. Make it a four-sided die, and we're just going to roll and see what it comes up with and pick that address. One, two, three, okay. It's a four, okay? Four is Theodore Roosevelt Road. I sure. may only have time for one address. If Sean's not there, I'm done. It's a crapshoot. Good a way to guess as any. Park with a C? How is that a real address? Alright, gonna be Norman Jaden. Friday, 6 30 p.m., 5.272 inches. Has to be a clue somewhere. He's got the glasses on in his office trying to. This look kid's gonna die, and I'm going around in circles! Packed up and ready to go? What are you talking about? The investigation's over. We know who did it. We no longer need your services anymore, Norman. So you can ride your files all the way back to Washington. I'd be lying if I said I was going to miss you. Wait, the investigation isn't over. You have absolutely nothing on Mars. Mars is guilty. Case closed. Wait, you're a bad cop. 
Anyway, it's no concern of yours now. You're off the case. So pack up. Blake, you are an unbalanced, psychopathic a I'll take that as a compliment. Honestly, I don't get what you think. I found the origami killer. Everyone's happy. End of story. Have a nice trip back. Except Norman. you didn't. Oh, Norman's freaking out. He takes some of his drug to stabilize himself. The killer's name is here. Somewhere in this data. I just have to find it. Find it before it's too late. Puts on his glasses. Oh, one last thing, sir. You should be careful not to overindulge in you know what. It will be dangerous. Very dangerous. It'll end up killing you if you're not careful. That would be most unfortunate, sir. I wonder if he means the glasses. Anyways, let's look at the clues. Or if it's the drug, or maybe a combination of both. Ari was in record mode when I was fighting with the killer. Perhaps there's something on it. We're analyzing it. Hitting play. Watching the video, playback. I don't know how Ari is recording from a third... Oh, because the glasses were knocked off. That's right. Huh. The sword was already in Paco's office. It's got nothing to do with the killer. Right. Oh, I see. I can rewind and go forward. So I need to find... a potential clue, but... Okay, I'm... Watch. I'm sure I've seen this before somewhere. Oh, for Larry. Oh, all the cops that get a promotion to a certain rank. That's right, it's always the same watch. The watch they give for promotions to Lieutenant. Lieutenant. The killer is a cop. Whoa. Anything else we can find in this video? I don't think so. Okay. The gun the killer left at the Blue Lagoon. Perhaps there's some way of tracing its history. Analyzing the gun. Impounded in a police case five years ago. The gun is still supposed to be in police custody. Whoa. Who checked it out? If not a cop. Can I do geoanalysis? Okay, I thought maybe there'd be a way to see where it went. But no. Two receipts from the same gas station. Might be near the killer's home. One would think. Let's do geoanalysis first. The killer lives in this zone. 342 people live around there. Not good enough. Gotta find a means of identifying the killer more precisely. 
but, but if you know it's a cop or not, uh, a retired cop, potentially. A cop of, uh, five years ago. Ah, uh, that doesn't there get There are no anywhere. prints on the receipts? That's interesting. Looks like the killer is a cop. Carter Blake! That would explain the dead-end investigation and his desire to frame Ethan Mars. I chose to investigate further. Because the clue says the killer is or was a cop. There's Thank only you. one cop in that geoprofiling zone. Gotcha. There you go. He owns a warehouse on the docks. If I'm wrong, Sean Mars is dead. Norman's leaving the police station. Carter gets a call. Are you sure it's the right car? At the docks. Call the SWAT team. Oh, and I'll need a chopper. Today? Of course I'll need it today, you imbecile. We're at the train station? Oh, it's Shelby and... Let me stay with you, Scott. I don't want to go. Lauren. Look, it'll only take a couple of days. Long enough to get this resolved. I can't just wait while you confront my son's killer. It's the only way, Lauren. Trust me. Now go stay with your mother for a few days. I'll come and get you when this is all over. Tell me who the origami killer is. I want to know who killed my son. Listen, when I'm done, I'll tell you everything I know. I promise you. They kiss. Or he kisses her, I guess, technically. But she kisses back. This is a less awkward kiss. It looks like a normal kiss. Flashback to the kids in 1977. The one not in the water is running off to try to find help. It's been so long now. Can I remember how to get back to the trailer? Ah, I see the trailer in the distance. Okay. There's a man outside. I think it's their dad. Dad, dad, it's John. He found your boss. He's got a little pet. Leave me alone. He's very drunk. John's gonna die. John's gonna die. Well, I'll be one less greedy mouth to feed, won't it? Go away. Please, dad, I'm begging you. John's gonna die. John's gonna die. What are John! 
I tried, John. I really tried. But he wouldn't come. Please don't die, John. Please. We're back at, at John, holding on still. <laughs> Scotty? Wait, how did you... Okay, I think this is saying that John just drowned. It doesn't make sense that he would have drowned the way the water is than he was. Um, at all. But, okay. Okay. Scott's looking at the picture of him and his brother from when they were kids. Did you figure out that Scott Shelby is the origami killer? No, because it makes no sense that he would be doing this much investigating the way that he is, as opposed to, you know, trying to throw someone else off the case. Presumably, he killed the old man at the antique store while Lauren was looking at the dancing ballerina. Didn't seem like that much time, and there wasn't a lot of noise made. So how did he do that? But the one thing here is that I can figure out is towards the beginning when Sean was first kidnapped and he was at the grocery store, he said that the origami killer had a boy named Sean, but I don't think the police had announced that to the public yet at that point. So how would he have known? He doesn't work for the police, I don't believe. He's completely independent. Maybe there are other things I missed along the way that would point it out. Did I give away that I already knew the answer? Let me know. Because I have played this game before. So I tried to act like I didn't know anything. Alright, he's at his desk, opening a matchbook. Lighting a match. I guess the box of matches, not a book. And starting a fire in a trash can. He's taking the envelope from Lauren. And putting it in the fire. And they're flashing back to the moment she gave it to him. And they shook hands to be partners. He's taking a cell phone. I don't know why. I don't remember that cell phone being a. Oh! From Lauren's. No. It's flashing back to Lauren's house with the baby. Oh, right! The one that he would have left. Because he's the origami killer. And then a shoebox from the uh, grocery store, convenience store guy. Flashing back to that. 
the picture of him and his brother. And flash into his mother in the geriatric ward. Who he visits. Notebook of some kind. It's flashing to him killing Paco. Oh, and a book he took. With some names and phone numbers, it looked like. Another notebook. Ah, and we're seeing him take the typewriter and, a, and he a typewriter and he hits the old dude over the back of the head and kills him. And then he's looking through the filing cabinet. And he grabs what I presume is a workbook and he dials 911. And he sets the stage like someone else is there. Watching all this evidence burn. We're going to be Morgan. Friday, 6.36 p.m., 5.644 inches. We are in the range of, of rainwater. Oh, she's at Shelby's apartment. It appears to be locked and no one's answering the door, so she has a lock pick. Dang. Journalist got some skills. What is this trying to tell me? It's an up and down arrow at the same time. I'm supposed to switch back and forth. Got it. I can't move my wrist anymore, game. Ugh. Oh, come on. This twisting motion of the dual sense. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but okay. Well, I'm ready for it this time. What? What? No! It told me I failed before it even, as the prompt appeared, like the second it appeared, it's like you failed. Eventually, I'm going to lockpick this door. Yeah! That's your touch, girl. Third time's a charm. Gunny Keller's apartment. There must be something that'll tell me where Sean Mars is. Alright, checking out stuff on his desk. There's a file.
nothing in there of use. Open a drawer. Used to be a cop. Probably knew exactly how an investigation would be carried out. We look at the trash can. That's where the smell of burning comes from. Evidence going up in smoke. Womp womp. Open a drawer. Open another drawer. Nothing to really tell us anything. Open some cabinets. A cop's uniform. Always dressed a cop. That's why children went with him. He was dressed as a cop. Oh. Oh, there's a false wall in the back of this cabinet. Or wardrobe, I guess. There's a door behind it. Oh, there's a typewriter back here. Oh, no, don't leave that. I didn't want to... These moving controls. Okay, let's get in position. I want to I wanna see... I want, want you over there. No. Okay, in the typewriter it says, When the parents came home from church, all their children were gone. They searched and, ser they searched and called for them. They cried and begged, but it was all to no avail. The children have never been seen again. There's origami figures. There's orchids being grown. This is where he cultivated the orchids that he left on the chest of his victims. Sean Mars. The lunatic's been watching him drown. There's a live feed. It's some kind of a well filling up with rain slowly drowning him there's not much time left there, there, there must be something here showing where the well is well, there's a laptop it's the only thing i have left he needs a password let's try origami nope um shepherd nope Orchid. Nope. John. Nope. What's... Oh, someone's coming in the apartment. Oh. So you found my little secret. It's over, Scott. All those children killed just to find a father capable of saving his son? Shut up! You don't understand. There's one child left. There might still be time to save him. Let him go. Do what your father couldn't do. Get in there. He's pointing a gun at her and locking her in the room. 
Okay, well, can I get back on the computer? Because I want to try some more passwords. Like Max, because that was the dog. Yes! Max, the name John gave to his paper dogs when he was a child. What the hell is that? An address. Theodore Roosevelt wrote. Oh, snap! Hurry, there's no time to lose. Okay, now I gotta figure out how to get out of here. Checking the walls. There's a police scanner? Oh, um. Trying to bang the wall with the police scanner. Uh, it didn't seem to work at all. Oh, there's gas starting to fill. Hurry up, Madison. Hurry up. Hurry up. Let me smack this wall. Yes! We made a dent. She's hitting the wall over and over. She's broken through the drywall. Did she do it soon enough to get out? Maybe. She's... She's working on it. It looks like it leads into the bathroom? Yes, it leads into the bathroom. She's into the bathroom. Now, how to get out? Can I go out through the window? Because that seems like the smart idea, versus trying to use the front door. Uh, except I'm like two stories up, so never mind. Oh! The apartment's on fire. Okay. Um... I guess here we go. I don't. She's backing up. Is she gonna take a running? Yes. She jumps over some fire. You better move quicker than this girl. Oh come on! There's a chair that she's moving to try and tip over to try and make a safer path. She knocks over a lamp. Oh! I tried to open the window slowly. She took a little bit of fire. Okay, well. Can I throw something out of the window? Oh! Dodge something falling from the ceiling. I can't see anything. I guess it's the point of fire. Oh! It's also. On fire. Oh, this is the main office. Oh, there's a propane tank! This is probably not gonna be good. Come on! Come on, put out the fire! That you're, that's on. I can't tell where I'm going. Okay, there we go. Can I throw the propane tank out the window? What are you doing? Why are you touching that? Okay. Opening another window. This time we didn't burn ourselves by making a sudden change in oxygen. It's way too high. Oh my gosh. I'll kill myself if I jump. I gotta find something else. Okay, fine. We're knocking over some filing cabinets, I guess. I'm pretty sure Madison's going to die. 
Oh, she uses that to... I get it. To make help make a path to the front door. Oh, and it's locked. Somehow from... Even though we're inside the apartment. We can't kick it open. Ah, uh, okay, go in the kitchen. 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 Can I really... It won't let me go in the kitchen now? Okay, fine. We'll just kick the door some more, I guess. It's locked, and it doesn't open that way. Why wouldn't you let me go in the kitchen game? Can I now? Nope, still can't go in the kitchen. Thank you. Now the prompt appears. Jeez Louise. Okay, there's no fire in the kitchen. It is going to be filled with smoke a bit. Go, 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 go! Made it to the window. This is way too hard. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna kill myself. There must be another way. I've gone to three windows and they all are like, you're gonna die. Fine. Can I throw anything out the window? To land on. To make it soft. No, I can't. Okay. Well then, I'm gonna have to jump out the window. Because otherwise you're gonna die in an explosion. What is this prompt? This prompt makes no freaking sense. Okay. Oh, I get it. She's her, her prompt is she's going to hide in the corner behind some stuff, so when this blows, she's safe? No, that's dumb. We're going to jump out the window, because literally nothing else makes any sense. I, I'm not allowed to jump out the window. Okay, then I guess I'm hiding in the corner because that's the only thing I can do. This is so dumb. Wait, what's this problem? Oh no, don't get down. Under okay, I could get underneath the cha the table. Can I? Can I use the microwave? Oh, wait a second. There's another window. There's another window. Can I go out this one? Apparently, yes. Okay. And what's the goal here now? Because we're running out of time quickly. Oh, she jumps to another apartment. Oh, it's the hallway. And she runs down the stairs. She's running. She runs out of the building. And... Kaboom! She survived. Yeah, definitely wouldn't have survived just hiding under the table. Um. I know where Sean is. I've got to tell Ethan. I'm calling Ethan. Though I guess I'm not sure why, but. 
Alright. Get on your motorcycle and go. Now we're on Sean as the loading character. Are we going to play as Sean? Friday, 7.22 p.m., 5.848 inches. We're at what appear to be docks. Ethan pulls up in this taxi cab that he stole. He gets out. He goes inside a building. Why this building? In particular, I don't know. Maybe Shot. there's an address. Flashback to when he dove in front of the car to try to save his son. Oh, there's Detective Shelby. All those murders. Just to find a father capable of saving his son. Just to find a father? Do you have any idea how it feels to be a worthless nothing in your father's eyes? Believe me, I've suffered. Just as much as my victims. I've finished your damn trials. Now give me back my son! He's there. All you have to do is open that grate. It's padlocked close. Oh, Shelby pulls out a gun. Oh! But Norman Jaden tackles him. And chases after him. Sean's trying to open the gate that's obviously padlocked closed. I don't understand why. Oh, now he notices the lock. Alright. Trying to find something to help pry the lock open with enough force, I guess. Or something. Oh, there we go. Found a piece of rebar. broke the lock. It lifts the... Oh, got a prompt. We're lifting the gate. It must be heavy because he's moving slow. And he pushes it open. He reaches down 
grabs his son out of the water. Sets his son on the ground. But Sean doesn't seem to be responding. We're back to Norman Jaden, who's up on top of the roof, chasing after Shelby. Scott Shelby. He's walking cautiously. Oh, Shelby gets him from behind and tackles him down onto a conveyor belt, I guess. Oh! He tries to tackle Shelby, but Shelby tackles him back down. Shelby gets up first, and they're both up, and they're grappling. Norman knees him in the groin, and then puts his hand in his face. And then, oh, takes a punch. Oh, and then another punch. But he counters. Oh, and then Shelby flips him. Oh! Shelby throws a TV and a wood thing, and Norman dodges another thing, all three of them. And a, another t a flat screen TV and a chair. My goodness, Norman gets beat up a lot. But he gets in close. Oh, he gets in close and grapples. Oh, but he gets pushed away. Shelby's obviously stronger. Likely to be armed and dangerous. All personnel are ordered to shoot to kill. I repeat, shoot to kill. Ethan's lady friend showed up. Yes, Lieutenant. They're ready on your command. I forgot her name in the excitement. He won't get away this time. We'll gun him down as soon as he shows his face. Hey! You there! What are you doing? Madison. That's her name. Lieutenant, my name is Madison Page. I'm a journalist. I have proof that Ethan Mars is innocent. He's not the Oregon hey, killer. What is a journalist doing here? I thought I told everybody to keep their mouths shut. Now get her out of here. I don't want her getting in the way. Okay, Lieutenant. All right, come on. You're about to make a terrible mistake, Lieutenant. Ethan Mars is innocent. I can prove it. And you can also prove who it is. Oh, I threw something, but he dodged it. Kicked him in the knee. Oh, but he's on top of me with a heavy-looking... Ow, pipe. And he, now he's trying to choke Norman to death. But Norman's fighting it off. Oh, oh. Oh, he gets the weapon and hits Shelby in the face. And again... Oh, looks like we got the upper hand. Yep, no, nope. Shelby's blocking. Oh, and he takes one to the face. Norman with the advantage. He keeps going for this tackle move. And oh, he hit him in the knee with this thing. We're back to Ethan, who's performing CPR. Don't die on please. Breathe. Four chest pumps and two breaths and stop performing CPR? Uh, did Sean die? Oh, okay. 
Sean opens his eyes and coughs. Oh, Sean. Oh. Oh. He's got to have hypothermia at this point. If he's been down there for three days, two days. She elbows the cop and runs back to her motorcycle. And I don't know what her plan is here. She's driving around with her motorcycle and then she wipes out. And she goes into the building where Ethan and Sean are. What's going on? The cops. They're out there. They have the building surrounded. They'll shoot you if you go outside. I'll go out alone. I'll talk to them. I'll explain. No. Before you can open your mouth. Look, we'll all go out together with our hands in the air and they can't possibly shoot us. Um, Blake's a psycho. Sorry I didn't trust you. I was only thinking about Sean, and I thought... That's okay. The only thing that matters is that you saved your son. Go back to Norman and Shelby. Somehow... Oh! Shelby has a sledgehammer, and Norman's using a flat-screen TV to defend himself from it. He throws the TV and hits Shelby in the head, who drops the sledgehammer. He throws something and hits Shelby in the head again. Oh, Shelby's holding on to dear life. He save fell me. off. Norman pulls Shelby up. Oh, and Shelby punches him in the knee. So Norman kicks him in the face. Ah. Guess that's what we get for saving a killer, even though... I'm pretty sure we that's the right thing to do in that situation. Oh, Shelby's got rebar up to Norman's... Oh, but Norman headbutts him to break free. Oh, and Shelby falls off the conveyor belt into the crusher. Uh, and I think Jaden's about to follow him. Oh, nope. Jaden's holding on to rebar that's caught two, two metal poles and is holding in place. Oh, there goes the rebar! Oh, but he manages to grab a ledge. He's trying to pull himself off of the conveyor belt, and he does. And he lays there grasping for breath after the excitement. And the grinder is fully bloody. Shelby is gone. Madison, Ethan, and Sean are coming out. Ethan's carrying Sean. So there's no way they can shoot him on sight. 
scene cuts away. There was general relief this morning when the police announced that they had found Sean Mars alive more than four days after his disappearance. Mars had been imprisoned in a well by the man known as the Organic Killer. The successful resolution of this case was made possible only by the bravery of Ethan Mars, who the police believed at one point to be the killer. It is no doubt due to his great courage and tenacity that he succeeded in foiling the plans of the Origami Killer. The police commissioner presented him with an official apology today. Our main headline today, it is reported that the police have identified the man thought to be the Origami Killer. Scott Shelby, 48, is a former police lieutenant who claimed to be a private eye hired by the families of the killer's victims. Shelby was killed during a massive police operation, but further details have not yet been released to the public. We're zooming the cameras. Let's just say a friend of a friend let me jump in line. It's a we beautiful. Like it, it's ours. Full apartment. Madison and Sean are there with Ethan. It's a huge, gorgeous apartment. Or maybe it's a condo. I, hard to tell the difference. Hey, Dad! I think I found my room! Well, what do you think? It's perfect, Ethan. We'll be able to forget what happened. We'll lead a normal life. And one day, it'll all just seem like a bad dream. We've earned the right to be happy now, Ethan. All three of us. Let's talk tonight. Our guest today is on the cover of Today's World magazine this week and has been hailed by the whole nation as a new hero for our times. Astonishingly, he almost single-handedly ended the sinister series of killings by the man known as the Origami Killer and saved the life of young Sean Mars. His determination, courage, and intelligence have won our admiration. Norman Jaden... We're in a bathroom now. Oh, it's Norman. He's holding a bottle of the blue drug thing. flushes it down the toilet. We're at the FBI, I think. Yeah, Norman is in an office. 
He's got the Ari glasses on, and he's looking through clues, it looks like. We can't see what he sees, we just see him. But he's making motions like he's looking at clues. Now we see what he's looking at. He's on Mars. Oh, and he sees a little electric battle tank. A couple of them. Holographic. So he takes off the glasses. And he opens the origami killer file. Oh, uh, now he sees the tank in real life. And he's trying to, like, turn it off by touching his temple, but he doesn't have the glasses on. He's freaking out. I mean, I, I probably would, too. Um, Lauren is at the cemetery where they were looking for John Shepard's grave. You killed my son, Scott. Were you thinking about that when you held me in your arms? She's at Scott's grave. I don't know why you did all this. Nothing can justify it anyway. I feel nothing but contempt for you. Nothing but contempt. February 67 to October 2011. That would make him 44, not 48. The news said he was 48. I want to see them again. I'm a father too. Now we're getting credits. I'll, I'll probably edit all this out. They're showing scenes from the game and freeze framing it with credits. Madison Page was played by two different actresses. That's interesting. Two, oh. In memory of our dear friend Norman Corbeil, 1956-2013. Thank you for listening to the finale of Heavy Rain. I hope you enjoyed this game. It's got moments for sure that are entertaining and fun still think that the way it was programmed around the origami killer being the detective is dumb because there were specifically times where you would think about his internal thoughts and his internal thoughts would be about catching the suspect and i suppose there's an argument to be made like okay if i was thinking about how to catch them what might i look for and then make sure that that is cleaned up so he doesn't get caught. But it just, it just felt like a real rug pull. Especially because I'm pretty sure you can get him just killed. 
I haven't played around enough with the game or Googled it to figure out all the ways that people can die, but it just doesn't seem quite right. Next week is everybody's favorite time of the year. The Dragoonies! We've got an all-star lineup of presenters coming for you. I enjoyed making it. My understanding and hope is that they have enjoyed participating. And even if they didn't, maybe it's like in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back where Ben Affleck goes, and sometimes your friend calls in a favor. But no, everybody seemed to be excited and interested and having fun. I hope you enjoy it.